Welcome to Affiliate Marketing Millionaire, the official podcast for the number one affiliate marketing channel on YouTube with over 36 million views and counting. Here are your hosts, ODI Productions and Kit Thatch. All right, welcome back to the Affiliate Marketing Millionaire Podcast. My name is Kit Fatch, and we're here with your host, as always, ODI Production, who has earned over seven figures in affiliate commissions alone and taught thousands of students. So on this podcast, we just like to share experience for beginning affiliate marketers and all the tips that Odie's learned over his over eight years of experience. And today, we're actually going to be going over something that frustrates a lot of beginners and even just people who are more experienced which is basically practical tips for SEO. So a lot of you have heard of SEO, but maybe you don't know how to do it. We're just going to give you some practical tips to help you get more traffic. Now, if you don't have a website, last week's podcast, we covered step-by-step how to get a website. So if you don't have one yet, go ahead and listen to that episode and then go ahead, come back to this one. But without further ado, I want to introduce Odie and just get some of his thoughts on uh, maybe how many people usually ask him about SEO and just getting traffic in general. Awesome. Thanks, Kit, for that generous introduction. So today we're talking all about practical SEO and why, you know, why practical? Because you could go super deep into this topic and, you know, when it comes to technical SEO, there's, you know, so many things you can do. There's entire companies devoted to just doing SEO. They're, you know, these SEO agencies and there's people who are SEO specialists who they literally do SEO full time for whether it's the agency or whether it's for a company. And we want to talk about if you're actually like a solopreneur, if you're just a beginner, you know, you don't have all those kind of resources and you may also just not have the time to learn SEO over the course of, let's say, like six months or a year. So we want to just go over the low-hanging fruit, and we're always fans of the 80-20 principle on this show. And what is the 20% that you could do today that's going to generate the 80% of results, okay? Because we understand, you know, when you're a beginner, you're wearing all the hats in your business, and you don't have the time or the money or the resources to devote everything to just learning SEO when you have to also start up a website, learn content creation, you have to learn marketing and sales, you know, learning SEO specifically, which is a learnable skill, you know, that's something that you can't just devote all your time to. So hopefully we give you some tips within the next 30 minutes that will help, you know, increase your SEO, um, but be very easy to do and something that anyone can do if they put in the proper effort. So yeah, that's the topic for today. Um, but Kit, let's, uh, you know, let's get started. Yeah. So I think the first thing that we should cover is just the types of traffic there are. So there are two types of traffic. Um, one is going to be free organic, and that's going to be SEO, which is search engine optimization. So this is just people searching something and your website coming out. So that's free traffic. And then paid traffic is any kind of traffic that you get, maybe from social media marketing, anything that you're paying to get an ad in front of people. That would be paid traffic. So those are the two main types of traffic. So I know your thoughts sort of on breaking down those a little bit more. Yeah, definitely. So as Kit said, there's two main types, free and paid. I do want to add to free that 
aside from SEO, there's also like free word of mouth promotion. Like if you go on like message boards and forums, but the problem with this is there's a very thin line between promoting and spam and self-promotion is not allowed in so many different online communities and people frown upon it. Plus we get spam all the time in things like our Facebook group, our YouTube comments. It doesn't work guys. Stop spamming because it's not going to get you sales. And you know, even if you get lucky and get one sale out of the blue, it's against terms of service for any affiliate program. And plus it's not sustainable. It's not repeatable business. So that's the first thing I want to say. Now, people always ask me what's better free or paid. And a lot of people think that I'm like all about SEO and not paying a dime on traffic. Some people think I'm all about paid traffic and like, you know, I don't really go into like free uh, methods, but it's, uh, you know, neither of which is true. I'm all about both when it comes down to it, like 50-50. I think paid is equally as important as free, but when you're starting out, I think free is more important because, you know, one, you don't really have a ton of marketing budget to spend on something like a Google ads, Facebook ads, Instagram ads. But even if you did, you'd probably just waste all that money and throw it out the window because if you don't know what you're doing with paid traffic, then you're, you're essentially throwing money out the window, okay? It's something that you need to learn how to test ads, different creative, you know, A-B tests, how to improve conversion rates and how to just, you need to understand like KPIs, the key performance you know, indicators and metrics for paid advertising. And again, like SEO, paid advertising is also a full-time job. It's something that it's a learnable skill, which is great. We have the internet. You can, you know, research and, you know, look up resources and um, people to teach you. But at the same time, it's something you must respect as like, you can't just walk in here, uh, set your budget to $500 a month and expect to, you know, make dozens of sales uh, on autopilot. It just does not work like that. So let's go back to free and let's talk back um, specifically to SEO, which is the point of today's topic. And, you know, SEO, search engine optimization, ranking higher on Google, when your buyer searches up a certain term, search term, you know, these are keywords that we try and optimize our web pages or our blog posts or our content for. We hope to pop up on Google for those keywords or search terms. And so the reason I love SEO is because here's a few of the benefits. One, it's free, okay? It's it's free. So like you don't have to pay for it. It's something that you just get, you know, if you put in the time and if you put in the effort. The second thing is buyer intent. When you do a paid ad, people are not looking for your product specifically. They're they're on Instagram, they're scrolling through, they're trying to look at pictures of, you know, their friends and whatever. And when your ad pops up, it's intrusive. It's not something that they asked for, okay? So the first thing is intent. When people search up something on Google, they want to buy something or they're looking for something or they want to learn something. And if you pop up, then it's the perfect time to meet that customer when the pain is at its uh, like most high because it's like, hey, I need to find the best blender and if your article pops up with top seven best blenders of 2021, then I'm gonna click that, I'm gonna read through it, and I'm probably gonna make a purchase decision. And so another benefit of SEO is sustainable. Uh, it's it's a very sustainable way to grow your business. And the biggest companies in the world eventually, they're powered by organic, you know, um, just referrals, word of mouth, uh, and just basically uh, your brand and looking it up. And the last thing about SEO is it's a really, really good skill that's useful for any business. So even though we're talking affiliate marketing and websites right now, you know, if you decide to help other business owners or you decide to start another business in another 
basically another industry or another you know line of business, different revenue model, whatever, you're still going to need to know SEO because you're still going to need customers and you're still going to need traffic. So that wraps up sort of the benefits of SEO. And I think it's time to jump into Kit. How, you know, what are some practical tips for how beginners can get started with SEO today? What's important to know? So I think the first thing is just understanding that Google really ranks pages based on what would be the best customer experience. That's what Google wants to do. And this is why like the SEO shortcuts that you may hear of, of like keyword stuffing, they always get like nerfed. They always yep. get dealt with by Google because Google wants the customer using Google to have the best experience. So if you think of it like that, it'll also sort of open your mind up to going, okay, I'm going to try and make my website the very best for my customer. Um, and I and I think sort of another thing that, that a great place to start um, with SEO is also figuring out and sort of doing the research. Because the first part of SEO is sort of figuring things out. Um, it's going to inform what kind of content you make, even in things that you probably haven't thought about before. Um, recently, I was talking to someone, they do environmental things. And you might think, hey, the words green and the words sustainable, completely interchangeable. But if you actually do SEO research, you find out that more people look up green than look up sustainable when it comes to environmental products. Mm -hmm. So things like that are what you're going to start to sort of the insights you're going to start to get when you do do SEO. And sort of one last sort of benefit of it is getting to see, okay, this is what people actually want. So the first way when you kind of start is to just start thinking in those terms. I don't know, if, Odie, if you want to sort of yeah. um, jump in here too and add some more stuff. Yeah, I want to chime in, and that's a great point you bring up. Google values the user experience of their customers, the people who are using their search engine to find information and articles. So a good user experience, what does that mean? First of all, it means that you're actually giving the information uh, that the person's searching for. So you're really answering their questions and you know helping them out. Another thing is your website needs to be geared towards a good experience. So what I mean is like performance needs to be on point. You need to be able to visit this website and it needs to load in a, as soon as possible because websites that are slow, um, you know, people, they tend to just leave and bounce rate, you know? Uh, so if you do have a website right now, or if you're starting up a website, bounce rate is one of the key metrics. It's how many people it's, it's basically the percentage of people, uh, you know, who either who stay on and go visit another page of your website versus those who just leave after the first page. And a lot of people leave if your page doesn't load, you know, within just a couple or a few seconds, uh, then people are going to be leaving your website. You're going to have a high bounce rate because people are just leaving, you know, right when they get there or even before you load the page. So Google cares about this and you should care about this because at the end of the day, you know, the biggest search engine, Google search, uh, you need to basically think about what do they want and you need to conform to that. So, you know, the thing with algorithm updates and people are always talking about, you know, the algorithm and generally algorithm updates are like you hear about this and it's very negative. It's like Google had an algorithm update. My business got wiped out overnight. You know, to be honest, those businesses that do get wiped out due to an algorithm update, they probably weren't doing things the right way to begin with. Um, you know, they're, they're usually relying on black hat methods, which I've never, never been interested in because just look at the long term. If you look at the consequences of doing something in the short term, that's going to get you some gain, but then an algorithm update is going to wipe out your business. Why would you even, why would you even invest in that in the first place? 
So think about that. Think about the long term and like if Google wants the best customer experience, make your website the best customer experience. It loads fast. It has great information. It's easy to read. Uh, and you can use tools like Google Lighthouse to see how, how Google sees your website when it comes to things like performance, it comes to your SEO. They, they rate it on the scale of zero to 100. So you can actually see how you're doing. So that's the first thing is, you know, think about how does Google see your website? And obviously, if we're trying to rank on Google, which most of us are, you know, with the number one search engine, then you need to really respect that and, and prioritize that first. Now, with, you know, last week we talked about WordPress, and there's a lot of plugins you can use to make your website, your WordPress website so much better. Because I'll be honest, guys, WordPress right out of the box, like the factory WordPress kind of sucks. Uh, there's at least maybe, um, I'd say, eight plugins that I always use. We're going to talk about one right now but you know there are plugins to increase your performance these are caching plugins there's performance plugins like uh, w3 and you know there's there's a few things you can do on your part but that's something that is outside of the scope of this specific episode but go look into that how to improve the performance of your website uh, just so you have a better user experience yeah i think that you you know you're just about to mention um um, sort of WordPress plugins. And I know yep. for me, like when you were first showing me WordPress and writing and things like that and copywriting, and then you showed me Yoast, it was amazing. Like it's like, it almost felt like cheating because you suddenly are like, oh mm -hmm. really? This is, this is like, this is SEO. This is how to write and things like that. Because it is such a useful plugin in terms of telling you, you know, you write the content and it's telling you how to optimize, you know, things that you might not think of in terms of how many images you have or um, how many words are in your post or how you're, how you're writing. And it helps you with all of that. And it's really a game changer. So if you already have WordPress, definitely go and get the plugin. Yeah. So, you know, Kit brings up basically the, the, the key to these websites and getting this SEO in an easy fashion is basically using a plugin called Yoast. It's actually free to just download. And this is what really supercharges WordPress because, you know, the reason I don't really recommend things like Squarespace and Wix and Weebly and all that is because if we're focusing on a content-driven website, so a blog, you know, essentially that's focused on SEO and affiliate marketing, all the top affiliate websites are WordPress because it's generally, one, it's the largest website platform powering literally, I believe now it's like 39% of the internet. You know, the top 10 million websites is WordPress. And the other thing is plugins like Yoast. I mean, it's free. You download it and it tells you, you know, green light, red light, uh, orange light, like how good, you know, certain aspects of your SEO are, whether it's word count. So one thing that people get wrong a lot is the length of their articles is just simply not long enough. You know, you want to have at least you know, 500 words. Um, some people say that going, you know, much longer, like 1,000, 2,000, that's the key to SEO, but it's a mix. You can have a short article that ranks high. You can have a long article that ranks high. But think about the current trends. I mean, when you look up something, generally you want like a short answer. Um, that's And we're starting to see snippets of blog posts show up on Google, you know, as a spotlight. So think about that. There's trends that are changing and that are happening and you need to adapt yourself to the customer trends of how do people search? How do they like information presented? And, you know, to tie in with this, there's also the um, idea of video content. And, you know, I've been super bullish on video content. That, that's why I have a YouTube channel. That's why I've been doing YouTube for years. But 
basically, you know, there's there's SEO with video as well, and you know, there's SEO with written. But I like to do both because why not? If the first and second largest search engines in the world are Google and YouTube, then make content on both Google and YouTube because that will double your chances of exposure. And um, yeah, so basically, Yoast that's the main plugin, and you know, the the uh, purpose of this episode is not to talk about all the plugins, but Yoast is the one you need to know today. And what are just some of the other tools we can do for the SEO and for proper research? Because Kit made a good point. Half of SEO is not just optimizing your content. It's literally looking up, what do I write about? Because if you write about the, the term that you think is interchangeable, but actually gets, let's say, a fraction of the searches that the alternative term actually generates, then you need to write about the popular version because that's going to get you like 10 times more traffic just by a, a, a choice of word. Yeah, I mean, I think it's really crazy almost. Like I, you know, doing some SEO research the other day and you'll find random things. You'll find like, hey, like banana bread gets way more searches by like two times than other food recipes or things like that. And mm -hmm. so using something to do that, you know, using something like Google Trends that's free, put out by Google to tell you what's popular. And so you have to start, you obviously have to put in the work of thinking of the ideas in terms of, okay, I want to, you know, write around, you know, these kind of topics and then just start thinking of different words in that topic and then comparing them to other words, see what Google suggests is a related word. And then you start to kind of put it together. A lot of people, I think, maybe look for like an SEO secret or something like that. But there isn't one. You want to try and use these tools to help you, but you got to think about, okay, what is it I want to write about? And then you'll start to find really interesting things and things, you know, word choices that you didn't used to ever think matter. You'll find out, you know, they matter a lot. Yeah. So, you know, just to sum things up and to kind of, uh, you know, sum up to this point, first it starts with the user experience of your website. You know, how fast are your load times? You know, is your content high quality? Does it answer people's questions and help people make the right decision? Then next, I think, comes research. So before you write anything, you should know that what you're writing about is worth writing about, that it actually gets um, results or it actually gets um, searches. So like, you know, you want to write about things that do get tens of thousands of searches per month as opposed to like, let's just say hundreds, because if no one's searching up your topic that you're spending all these hours writing about, then you're just not going to see a lot of fruits for your labor. So there's doing the SEO research using something like a Google Trends. That's a free version. Now there is, um, that's a free product, but there's also paid ones, which we use for more technical SEO Things like SEMrush, there's also Write, uh, but SEMrush is good for, you know, technical SEO analysis, which this this is where things start to get more towards the advanced, um, you know, and this isn't exactly beginner friendly, so I'm going to just stop that, you know, right there. I will mention it for those who, you know, uh, who are interested in like diving deeper. But generally, if you do these sort of three things between setting up your website where it has good load times and, you know, um, you basically work on your user experience for Google and you get trying to improve your Google Lighthouse scores. And then next you do research with Google Trends to see what's trending, what's popular, uh, you know, all time. And then you use uh, Yoast to optimize your content once you've done the research and you write high quality content and then you use Yoast to optimize 
then the only last step after that is actually to distribute and get backlinks for your articles, which I see a lot of people, a lot of beginners make this mistake. They, they spend so many hours writing a piece of content that they never distribute it. They never share it on any other social media. They never do anything. They literally just say, okay, publish. Okay, let's move on to the next article. It's like you should spend just as much time crafting a great article and a great resource. Um, you should spend just as much time promoting it and getting it, uh, you know, getting eyeballs on it and people to see it who could uh, value from it. You know, they could they could really like uh, use, um, you know, that article, whether it's a tutorial, whether it's a review, you need to get in front of people. And this is where that sort of promotion comes into play. Now, getting some simple backlink, uh, backlinks, like let's say like Twitter, you know, you can use uh, message boards like Quora, um, Reddit, but you have to be careful. Again, self-promotion is never, it's always frowned upon. So, you never want to break the rules in terms of service. You'll get banned. So, but there's so many. There's Pinterest. There's so many social media platforms, LinkedIn, where you can share, you know, your article in a very organic way that's not self-promotion and spammy. Here's the problem. Too many beginners just spam. And they do they do it in such a bad way where they just literally copy and paste the link to their website or their article. And, and they don't even give any context. They don't even say what, you know, they don't even say why they're sharing this. They just post it thinking like, okay, let me get sales. Um, you know, on one, on one hand, I do applaud that because it's like, hey, at least you're getting backlinks and putting yourself out there. But two, you have to do it the right way. You know, you have to do it the right way. You have to give value and, you know, you have to do it in a very, in a native fashion that is going to be accepted and embraced by the community right? You don't want to come in there self-promoting, spamming, and just creating a bad experience for everyone else. Um, but when you do things the right way, people will gladly read your blog or your article if it does have the value that you promise that it's going to deliver. So getting backlinks with these super high authority websites, I mean, things like Twitter, one of the top websites in the world, and anyone can get a free Twitter account and start posting their their links and their articles and start engaging with people in their niche or their community, you know, but you have to do things the right way. You have to be patient. You have to build real relationships. And if you do all of the above, these things are things that anyone can do. Most of the things we just mentioned are completely free, but they're going to have a drastic difference in, you know, your SEO. And the last thing I want to say is hook up your website to Google Search Console, which is another free product. And you can actually see from Google's eyes or their perspective, how much organic traffic your website's generating in terms of impressions per month or per day and clicks per month and per day. And also the exact search terms that people are searching up and where you're showing up in the Google uh, rankings and results. So the last one's Google Search Console. You need to hook up your domain. It requires a little technical, you know, um, you kind of got to figure it out. But if you hook up all these things and you use these free tools, it's going to make a big, big difference on your SEO. Yeah, I think that's, I think that's really great because yeah, it will make a huge impact. And I think just going off that, just um, and sort of on that distribution thing, just and with anything, just taking two extra minutes before you distribute to check over how it actually looks on that platform when you post it, whether it's a QR answer, whether it's a Facebook post, whether it's a tweet, just to make sure it looks like, okay, like it looks nice, the formatting's fine. That extra like one minute will make a big difference and you'll already beat out the competition. We talk a lot about like 
One of the great things is sure, more people might do affiliate marketing, but a lot of people do it badly. And you just taking with every step, just taking an extra minute or two makes a huge difference. And that's especially true for distributing your content as well. Yeah. Well said. Well said. So that basically wraps up the main tools to use that, again, are free. Anyone can use these, and they're going to make an impact on your SEO. And you need to get into a habit of using these tools for every step, whether it's you know building that foundation with your website's user experience, whether it's doing research with things like Google Trends, and also you know distributing and optimizing on-page, but also the off-page SEO and uh, again, distributing that content you spend so many hours creating, why wouldn't you spend some hours or at least you know some minutes um, to get the word out there? And at the end of the day, review your results with Google Search Console. Again, SEO, we, you know, even beginners know SEO is not something that happens overnight. Uh, a lot of people think it takes like you know, six to nine months, but really it, I've had SEO results happen in much, much, much shorter time uh, periods of just weeks, if not like, you know, less than a month. So if you do things the right way, then you should be able to see results. And, you know, most people are doing none of the above that we just mentioned. So this is good news for you because if you're listening to this and you use these free tools, then you can put yourself in that 1% versus just the the average person who just, they write about whatever they think about comes first, you know, in their mind. And then they literally don't publish it anywhere else. They just, they hit publish and then they sit back and then they don't write another article for another six months. So you can easily avoid that through effort and through using software to make up for your lack of you know, SEO knowledge, there's, thankfully there's software that tells you what to do, how to do it. You just have to you know, put in that effort. Um, so anyways, that, I think that pretty much wraps up our practical SEO tips for beginners. If you guys want more tips on SEO and getting traffic, let us know in a review on Apple Podcasts or through the email and through the uh, podcast page, odiproductions.com slash podcast. And you guys can let us know with your feedback. We can make a part two to this episode. Um, so now I think we're going to get to your questions before we run out of time. So Kit, what is the uh, question of the day? All right. So it's actually a great question uh, submitted on odiproductions.com slash podcast. So they just said, uh, hey, Odie, love the podcast. My number one issue with affiliate marketing is that there's just too much different information slash opinions on what works. One group says write 100 to 200 SEO posts. Another says write five pillar posts and just do guest blogging slash link building. Another says do YouTube videos with a website. It's so hard to focus on one thing when you don't know what really works or not. Any advice on where to put 100% focus for success when you have limited time? Yeah, so great question. You know, really, really great question. And it's kind of funny. I laugh when I see the thing like write 100 to 200 SEO posts. You know, off the bat, you know, I want to say that there's no wrong answer here. So I do want to say that like all these things actually work. All these things that you mentioned, they do work. But I will say quality over quantity. You know, when I see this 100 to 200, basically brute force, like kind of like, you know, hammer method. I don't believe in that. I think that's better than writing, let's say, zero posts or writing like just one or two posts. Like, But you don't want to go in the other extreme. I mean, 100 to 200 SEO posts. I don't think I've ever even written 100 posts total in my affiliate marketing career. And you don't need to because, again, 80-20. When you look at the last 10 blog posts you wrote, only one or two is going to be, uh, be bringing in 80%, 90% of the traffic and the views. So when you kind of have that uh, framework in mind, it's not about cranking out 
hundreds of posts. It's about crank, looking for that next hit and looking for that next, you know, almost, I don't want to say viral, but just the, the next post that's going to um, bring in the 80% of the results. And not all of them are going to hit. Let's be honest. You know, there's a lot of flops, especially when you're starting out, you don't have an existing audience or an email list. Yeah, you're going to release to crickets for the most part. You know, it's tough. It sucks, but we all have to go through it. Now, you know, when you're creating content, you're supposed to get better each time. So you you need to take time with each of these posts. You need to make sure you're doing that method that we just mentioned, you know, those kind of four or five steps using all those tools. If you're doing all those things, then you're not going to be able to crank out 100 blog posts like it's nothing, you know, because these are quality. Uh, and that's something that we didn't even go that deep into, but content creation, the quality of your post is gonna make a huge difference and give you an advantage versus the competition who is not trying as hard as they can or they're not really putting as much effort into making each and every post an absolute banger and making it just so useful and so valuable. So you need to be different. You need to focus on quality over quantity. Now the next thing, writing five pillar posts and just doing guest blogging and link building, that's closer to you know quality over quantity, focusing on creating really good um, you know, you, you know, you call it pillar posts. So basically things that are uh, very useful resources, whether it's tutorials, whether it's reviews, comparisons, just really epic pieces that, you know, they, they can provide so much value. Um, I like this because you're doing 50-50. You're writing really great posts and you're not writing too much. You're writing just enough. And then you're also doing outreach. You're doing the guest blogging, the off-page SEO, your link building, like we just mentioned. So I like that method. And then the last one is, you know, doing YouTube videos with a website, which I touched upon earlier as well. I, I do both. I would do the pillar posts mixed with YouTube video versions of those pillar posts. And then I'd focus on distributing, getting out there with guest blogging, link building. I'd focus on engaging in communities, getting that link and that, that piece of content shared to people who would benefit from seeing it, right? In a very, very organic way. That's not spammy. It's not self-promotion. And, you know, just to... Uh, answer this question um, fully basically it's you know when you say it's hard to focus not really knowing what works or what doesn't again all these things actually work all those things that you mentioned you need to find the one that is your that that fits your skill set okay you're going to prefer doing certain things over others like some people love making youtube videos hate writing some people love writing they hate making videos okay um, i particularly you know, I, I've been creative and I've made, you know, I've made music before. Um, I didn't love being on camera, which is why I never did it for recording now. So, you know, you could say I hate, like, I hate being on camera, but I did it. Uh, I did it because, you know, I wanted to get the results. And then writing, I, I actually do like writing. So that's something that kind of like caters to my skill set, my background. So, you know, for you, you're different. I'm different. We're all different from each other. I don't know what you you like to do. And at the end of the day, I mean, all this work we do for the business, I mean, what's the point if you don't enjoy what you're doing, right? It just becomes a job. So find something that, you know, you truly like to do uh, and, and like you find fulfillment in. Uh, that doesn't mean that like every second of building a business is going to be like glamorous and super fun and not painful. Like no, I'd say 90, 95% of building any business is kind of boring and painful and 
boring again um you know not like the movies not like wolf of wall street and all that stuff so you know that's just something you're gonna have to get through um but then yeah it's gonna come down to preference and i hope that answers your question um pretty pretty fully but again you know leave leave the questions and comments um you know whether it's through a review or our website uh would love to hear hear from you guys yeah, I'd, I'd say I can't wait to hear more questions from people. It's great seeing, you know, what content they like, what's helping out. Um, it's always great to hear from people and see, like, hey, this really worked out for me. Um, and SEO is definitely one of those things, like Odie said earlier, in terms of the 80-20. Like, you start doing those basic steps as a beginner, you will notice results. And it, it is such a such a huge advantage compared to what most people do, which is kind of just shooting in the dark. Because a lot of people don't mm-hmm. know better. And so now, hopefully, you know, you can know sort of some of these steps and really get a get a jump start on things. Yes, sir. So that wraps up our episode for this week. Again, I hope you guys get value from this. I thank you guys so much for spending time with us today and actually spending the time to listen through to this episode. If you made it all all the way to the end, um, you know, thank you so much. I appreciate it. And if you do enjoy our podcast, be sure to leave a review on Apple Podcasts. We love seeing those five-star reviews and those written feedback. It really does make our day. So that pretty much wraps up um, this episode. Again, if you want to learn more about SEO, you can also check out our website, odiproductions.com. I have free tutorials and videos that go over, you know, more about how to get traffic. We have a blog post on this, uh, like a guide. And so you can check that out. You can also check out the free How to Start Field Marketing 2021 guide, which completely goes over how to set up the website and, you know, focusing on how to set up email marketing and SEO. And so you can check that out again on the website, odiproductions.com. That's it from my side. And we hope to hear from you guys and see you guys next week.